Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Lamed, Pasuk Aleph, by Yehidavar Hashem, Eli Lemar. And we're going to see that Perek Lamed, just like its predecessor, Perek Hoftes, deals with a prophesied destruction of Mitzrayim. It almost looks like a second destruction after the one prophesied yesterday. However, the Malbin tells us that, no, more likely you're preaching or prophesying as to one destruction, but that when you have a situation like that where it repeats so much of it, the repetition is meant to convey that this will happen. The prophecy will happen as it is prophesied. Other Mephorshim, like the Abarbanel, says no. It's two separate prophecies on Egypt, one dealing with when Babel destroys the western states of Egypt in the days of Paro Necho, which we learned in Yirmiyahu, and the second is now in the 27th year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, every part of Egypt will be destroyed. Paradoxically, we have said that this punishment of Egypt is not for what you would think is the traditional Abdus Mitzrayim, the enslavement. Rather, and this is ironic, that this is from Mitzrayim's failure to hold up the end of its end of the bargain in a friendship with B'nai Israel, not enmity, but they had pledged to come to the aid of B'nai Israel in case of enemy attack twice, both under Sancherev of Assyria and now Nebuchadnezzar of Babel, and both times they completely fail to deliver their end of the bargain. They leave B'nai Israel stranded, exposed, vulnerable, and ultimately destroyed. And so, that is what this prophecy is directed against. Mitzrayim's failure as a friend, not its enslavement of the people nearly 900 years earlier. So we begin. Thus says the Navi, Ben Adam, Hinovei v'yomarta, prophesy ko'amar Hashem elokim, heilolu ha'layom. Say, woe, halohu. It's a expression of lamentation, of deep mourning. Woe, this is a terrible day, for it's close. Kikorov yom, bekorov yom lachem. This is the day that the Kaddish Baruch Hu said is coming, and it is here. Yom Anon. It will be a day of clouds. We know cloudy is a metaphor for darkness. Hashem is close and es goyim yiyeh. It is a time for the nations to observe. Why? Uba chereb The sword will come to Egypt. There will be shaking and trembling in chush which is Mitzrayim's western border. We define it as Ethiopia. Uh, 
when the corpses fall in Mitzrayim, and they will take away its populace, and her foundations will be broken. They will be completely destroyed. Egypt will end. The dominance, the economy, the magic rule of the river and, and, and Pharaoh, all will be gone. Cush, the land of Cush, Uput, the land of Put, and Lud, the Cholha Arab, and all the people, which is an interesting expression. They're trying to show the neighboring surrounding nations, which may or may have been satellites or coalition members with Egypt, but it includes the Cholha Arab, implies people of mixed blood, as it were. Uh, and this could be that there were people who lived in those cities or countries that were of mixed origin. And they too will fall. Not only Kush put the Lord, Kola Arab, the Chub Oretz and Kub, and the inhabitants, Benea Oretz, Habrisitum, that are co- aligned with Egypt. Their coalition will fall with them, Bacherif Yipolu, by the sword. Koamar Shem, Benoflusum Chemitzrayim. That Egypt will fall, and all its supporters, Somchei Mitzrayim means its neighbors, its coalition, its supporters out there. The Yorad Gaon Uza, and from that, collapse will be from the tower. We said Uza was Aswan. Mimigdo, Sibne, Bacherev, Yiplu, Uba, Nu'umachem Elohim. Rather, um, Migdal Sneh is Aswan, will fall as well as the outer borders. They will become desolate, the Nashamu. They will become totally desolate, Betoch Artsos, among the cities will be among ruined cities. When you think of destroyed, ruined, desolate cities, you will think of Egypt, as as cities among ruined cities. Think of any ruined city completely desolate and in, uninhabitable, and that is Egypt. They will know I am Hashem when I place a fire. Fire, of course, we know is destruction. All its allies, all its supporters, will be destroyed in that fire as well and smashed. And on that day, messengers will go out. Interestingly, Batsim, Batsim is ships, and ships Lahachrid as Kush to terrorize Kush. Kush, remember, was surrounded Ethiopia by a large body of water, so that would be the way to attack it and to threaten it uh, on sea. And there will be trembling on that day of Egypt because as certain as the sun rises and the moon sets, it's coming. That day is not only coming, it will be here very shortly. 
Vishpati Esamon Hamitzrayim, I will cause the populace of Egypt to cease. Hashpiti, it will end. Biyad Nebuchadnezzar Melech Bavel, the king of Bavel will destroy it completely. There will be nothing left. Um, they will be rendered totally impotent by Babylonia. Komar Shem Elohim. Huva Amo, Nebuchadnezzar, his nation, Aritze Goyim Muvoim, the fiercest of nations, Aritze Hagoyim, I am bringing Muvoim, Lashache Sa'aretz, to destroy that once mighty land of Babel. The Hiriku Harvosam al Mitzrayim, and these people of Babel will draw their swords on Mitzrayim, umilu esa oretz halal. And to put it quite starkly, the land will be filled with corpses. Vinasati yaorim harava, and then I will attack the economic greatness of Mitzrayim. I will make the rivers, nasati yaorim harava, I will make them dry, remember nothing um, propelled Egypt's might as its river. It was the source of their economy. It was the source of their tremendous growth, its harvest, its, its wealth. Umarchati is oretz biyod ra'im. And now, after destroying the rivers, I will deliver your land, Egypt, into the hands of evil, terrible people. Uh, the Hashimosi Eretz Umalah Biyad Zorim. I will see that the land becomes desolate, uninhabitable, unplowable by the hands of foreigners. Ani Hashem Dibarti. Kolomar Hashem Elokim Vehevati Gulim. Now we're going to turn the attention to the Avodah Zorah. Because I will now destroy the idols and will call the false guards, the Shvati Elilim, the Aimi Nof from the town of Nof, Vinosimi Eretz Mitzrayim Lo Yeod. There will not be a ruler from the land of Egypt, and Vinosati Yerub Eretz Mitzrayim. I will cause fear over the land of Egypt. We know, and we have learned yesterday, that this is a temporary measure. This will last 40 years, and then Egypt will come back. It will come back a weakened, attenuated nation that will never, ever achieve its prior glory. We chose the year 40 because, if you will recall, that the Yosef, when he interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh, said there would be famine for 42. The arrival of Yaakov Avinu in the second year of that famine cessates the famine. So there's 40 years of punishment yet to come, and this is it. It will last 40 years. And now we're going to enumerate the cities that are going to be destroyed. Vashimosi es pasros, venosati eshpit soon. I will make Pathros desolation. I will put so on a flame. I will execute my judgment in no. The Shafakti Hamasi al Sin. I will pour out 
my anger on sin, Maoz Mitzrayim, the stronghold of Egypt, and I will cut off the Hichrati as Hamonah. I will cut off the multitudes of No. In other words, I am attacking every glory of Egypt, which the Medrash tells us, of course, is the Nile, and two, is its people. Three, its vaunted service to the gods, all of it. In stages will be end, people, river, economy, gods. Benosati I will set aflame Egypt. Sin, a principal city, will tremble in fear. No tiyelahibaka, no the sound of no will be split in half. The nof sorry yomon. And Nope will have daily battles with their enemies that, of course, will end in their total destruction. Bachurei Oven, the young men of Oven, and Pibeset, again, major cities in the empire of Egypt, Bacherevipolu, the men will fall by the sword, those that don't fall by the sword, will go into captivity. The Tephanides in Tephanides, a major city, the day will withhold light. It will be like total Chosher. When I break the rods of Egypt there and the the pride of her strength, her military might will cease, will end with a cloud, a dark cloud will cover it, and its daughters will go into captivity. We have seen, by the way, the metaphor of Matos Mitzrayim, the rods. Nobody gets support from a rod, from a reed. It breaks when you lean on it. And that's what happened to B'nai Yisrael. They were offered not a mighty uh, anchor of men and troops and uh, chariots and horses. No, they were given the thinness of a reed. And when you try to lean on a reed, it collapses and you collapse with it. And that's what Egypt's treachery was. I will execute my judgments in Egypt. And then again, the Yodu Kiani Hashem. They will know I am God. And in the 11th year, in the first month, that would be in the last year of um, Sitio's reign, Ben Adam, son of man, I have previously broken one arm of Pharaoh, and that is referring to the destruction uh, of Paro Necho by uh, Bavel, and it just made them vulnerable. It destroyed the western provinces. Now comes the big blow. That was just a prelude. And there, it has not been bound up yet. It is still bleeding from the wounds of that battle. No one has strengthened it. 
so that he can even pick up a sword. Therefore, Elohim, paro, I am against you, paro melech mitzrayim, v'sharbarti esroosav, es hachazaka, es hamishveres. Now I'm going to break your strong arm. The rest of the provinces that were left untouched in the first battle with Nebuchadnezzar. Now I'm going to break, as it were, your second arm, your stronger arm, your untouched arm. And I will knock the sword from your hand. You will drop it. And now, I will scatter Egypt among all the nations, disperse them among the land. And in the process, I will strengthen the arms of Nebuchadnezzar and put my sword, Venasati as Harbi Biyodo, I put my sword in his hand, the Shavati as Roros Paro, I will break the arms of Paro, the Naikna coast, he will groan in terrible groans of pain, the pains of the slain, the corpses. And you will remember what we said yesterday that the Kaddish Baruch Hu, feeling that Nebuchadnezzar did his work in conquering Tyre, but the Tyre, there was nothing left to despoil because as the Mephorshim tell us, Hiram and Sar disappear into the city. Now he's rewarding Nebuchadnezzar with a day of plunder. The spoils of Egypt lie before him, and that is what he was giving him. And so continues the Pharaoh, after Pharaoh's destruction, I will strengthen the arms of Nebuchadnezzar. Very strange. Nebuchadnezzar, the ultimate destroyer of the temple, I will reward him. I will strengthen his arms, Paro Tipona, and Paro's arms, the other arm, will be broken. They will drop. They will know that I am Hashem. When I put my sword squarely in the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, and he stretches it out over the land of Egypt. And finally, I will scatter Egypt among the nations, disperse them among the land, they will know that I am Hashem, and you will recall, we learned in Peret Chotes, this dispersal of Egypt, again, was a temporary thing. It would be 40 years. We picked 40 years because, as we said, the Rav, the famine that Yosef predicts, was supposed to last for 42. At the second year, Yaakov Avinu arrives. His godless is coming to Egypt, ends the famine at two. So Pharaoh has 40 years to pay yet on the debt he owes because of the famine. Moreover, we have learned that Pharaoh will be back. The land will be resettled, but will be a shadow of its former empire and its former self. And now... We are not yet finished with Paro, but we will be in Mirsa Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow morning. Please be there.